Thanks for joining me. My name is Dave Miller. I am the Unpleasant Blind Guy. I want to welcome you to the Wayback Commentaries. This is a companion program for a podcast that I put out yearly called The Way Back. You can find that show at the Unpleasant Blind Guy webpage on YouTube and currently on the SHR Media YouTube page as well. I encourage you to download that program and spread it around to as many as you can. Now in the show, The Way Back, I told people that they should pick their own sources of wisdom to teach with and to preserve for future generations who will need to construct the next republic. In The Way Back Commentaries, I talk to other show hosts and get their input on what they would include in these compendiums of knowledge. For 2016, I've chosen Ken McClinton, host of The Exceptional Conservative Show. The Exceptional Conservative Show can be heard Monday through Thursday at 9.05 p.m. Eastern Time in various venues. Ken combines conservative commentary with down-to-earth, inspirational thought. He brings conservative to the places it needs to go. The streets. The home. To the people. Ken was gracious enough to have me on his program on September the 12th, 2016, where we discussed the issues of the day and Ken gave me his take on the way back. Dave Milner has done a wonderful work leaving a legacy behind for individuals dealing with the matter of liberty. Liberty which is lost on a generation that's been entitled for so long. We've been playing the first 15 minutes of his program, but without further ado, the body double for the unpleasant blind guy, Dave Milner. Good evening, sir. It's a great honor and privilege to have you on the air with us. Ken, it's a real pleasure to be here. The actual Dave Milner was overheated tonight uh, from an allergic reaction through pneumonia. And um, that caused him to have a Bigfoot sighting, and uh, he's flying away on a UFO now. So, uh, you know, stay tuned, because uh, things are happening. Things are happening. You know, but I felt real bad for Dave Milner because Cookie Roberts earlier in the day came on to NPR and said that uh, Dave Milner might be thrown out uh, and they just might go solo with the unpleasant blind guy. So, you know, tough crowd. It's a real tough crowd for you. (laughs) Oh, oh, it's it's always a tough room. You know how it is when you're a minority. You know, you're trying to get through. (laughs) You know, and, and a decided man trying to keep you down. Yeah. You know, sometimes trying to steal your cane, poison so, your dog. Whatever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They do that. Yeah, you know, they're all racist and this is and that is and this opposed and that opposed. You know, that, I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. I'm down with you, brother. You know what I'm saying. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dave Milner, the unpleasant blog. And listen, God bless you. We thank you so much for every week. There's a different clip that you give us. Uh, the shorts, uh, sometimes three, sometimes five, sometimes eight. However, but they are so succinct and so poignant for the message of the day. Uh, why were you motivated to do this one regarding liberty? This is an idea that I've had for a long time. I mean, honestly, it's been percolating in my head since the 1970s. Believe it or not, I got this idea off an old episode. You remember the old Planet of the Apes show? Yes. They came across a uh, collection of human knowledge, of knowledge of the humans. 
And the apes found that. They said, oh, destroy everything in here. You know, let's get rid of all this. And that stayed in my mind because I like science fiction and stuff like that. But that stayed in my mind because I realized that knowledge, even at that, that age, I realized that knowledge is the one thing that lasts and the one thing that can preserve civilization, whatever happens. And then the Obamas uh, got into office, and rather chillingly, Michelle Obama said, oh, we have to change our history. And that sent a chill up my spine and a lot of other people's because, you know, Kent, that our, our history is our past. It's what motivates us all and propels us into the future. And I've seen all of this regressiveness yeah. when it comes to our Constitution, our founding fathers, what personal liberty really means to people, what uh, promoting the general welfare really means to people. There has been an attempt out there to change day to night, to change wet to dry, to change uh, dark to light. And in my view, whatever happens, we have to do what we can to preserve the wisdom that the people came up with that allowed us to have one concept, which is self-rule. Because to my mind, you put this best, okay? It is liberation. Self-rule is, is liberation of the people. Okay. If you li your, your listeners out there, wherever they are, that is the basis of what I'm talking about, is self-rule. Your business being your business, not the state's business. And that's the essence of it. And you now have people, whether they're in academia, whether they're in government or whatever, who want to control that information and change it. And as uh, Michelle Obama said, change history, change our traditions, change, uh, well, as she puts it, change the conversation. Exactly. And what I want to do is two things, as I said. I want people to gather together the wisdom, the books of wisdom that they know, older history books for the Christians, gather together the Bible, you must have that. Gather together things like um, the Federalist Papers, the Anti-Federalist Papers, that may be even more important. Gather together all of these touchstones of what laid out the country that allowed the eradication of slavery in a world now which can you observe yourself where slavery is seeing a resurgence thanks to the Mohammedans? Because I feel that there will come a time when this knowledge is not only discouraged from teaching, it is, will actually be proscribed. Yeah. Things like the Declaration of Independence, possibly one of the most dangerous documents in history. And there may come a time when the government says, no, no, you can't have that. You can't have a document that says that the people have to replace government if it becomes too pernicious. You can't have that. So what I'm saying is, gather two copies of that together. Gather one to save for a generation yet to come, one that you may not even see, and gather another one to teach with, to teach your young with, even if the schools won't. And the, and the schools aren't. They're not teaching civics. They're not teaching these basic things. Mm -hmm. What they're teaching is social justice, and things of that nature. And here is the key, Ken. When you have those basics, the basics of self-rule, then you understand what real social justice is. Now, I want to ask you in this regard, because uh, as we talk with Dave Miller, the unpleasant blind guy, the voice behind the voice uh, of great work in conservative media, you mentioned media.
Now, I, I want you to understand that I was persecuted since late July, and you may have noted this, when I really began focusing on Hillary Clinton's health conditions and denoting that there is something seriously wrong with her. This is not just a cough and sniffle or allergies. There's something wrong with this woman. And I was belabored by those in the mainstream media, or the lamestream media, as I like to say, uh, who said that it's wrong for us to pay attention to her private health. That's her private business. You know, she keeps it to herself. Then we see over the time frame, uh, again, seizures that occur, coughing fits up until last week. And she comes out and she says, hey, I have allergies and that's why I'm coughing. Then we find out on Sunday that she was diagnosed with pneumonia on Friday, but no one said anything, right? And now there are concerns, Cookie Roberts being one of the ones who are relaying that concern from the White House, that it might be time to take Hillary out of the race and find someone else because of her health condition. All the time, the media is telling us, there's nothing to see here, turn your head, look over there, oh, Donald Trump. So I wanna ask you, sir, how much faith and confidence do you have in the media to preserve the history of the United States of America? Absolutely none. It has fallen to us now. It's fallen to the people and to the people's wisdom and to the wisdom of people like yourself. Now, part of the reason I wanted to do this, Ken, is because I wanted to pick your brains. I'm going to make this a part of a, uh, of a companion show that I'm going to do after I broadcast The Way Back again, and I'm going to call it The Way Back Commentaries. I want you to tell me and your listeners what materials you yourself would preserve so that a future generation, maybe one even a thousand years from now, might use to create another republic. What books can, what materials, what wisdom from our day and from the past would you say? Me, I would say first and foremost that the Holy Bible would be the one thing and not any of the latter versions which are kept in today's great halls of sacred honor the niv and the lgtbtqrs none of those versions i would say that you have to go back mm -hmm. to the hebrew greek interlinear bible that it would be left behind english interlinear bible so there would be an exact science to read from you know exactly what god was talking about of course the law of success uh, would be a great book to read in terms of the principles that one must have in terms of being effective in business. Uh, and many of the, of the writings that you spoke of, the Declaration of Independence, the original Declaration of Independence, the one that was written by Thomas Jefferson before it went to committee. When it was put in committee, certain things were pulled out in order to make it a unifiable document for the, all of the colonies. A lot of people say that it was a North and South thing. It really wasn't because slavery was across the entire 13 colonies. The 13 colonies were part right. of the British rule. Britain was a slave nation. So slavery existed in all 13 of the colonies. It wasn't a north-south thing until we get into the Civil War period. So having the original declaration where Thomas Jefferson says, you know, we want the abolition of slavery. And of course, mm -hmm. the Articles of Confederation and uh, as well the Constitution itself, but also the Anti-Federalist Papers. 
and we went through a series just a couple of weeks ago with the great professor, Dr. Michael Jones, who allows me to go on the air with him uh, because he is so <laughs> glorious and so righteous, uh, such a sacred man. Uh, I am humbled merely to be in the presence of his breath. Uh, he allowed me to go on and we talked about the <laughs> comparison of the Federalist versus the Anti-Federalist Papers. And actually, if this country was left to the Anti-Federalist, we would be more free today than we ever were. The prophecies of the Anti-Federalists have all come to pass with the signatory of Barack Obama signing in front of a 13-year-old boy who later goes on to be an 18-year-old uh, candidate for transsexual surgery. <laughs> I got to tell you all about that one. The Obamacare, which secured health care at the public level and satisfied the second Bill of Rights under FDR. So I would say those particular things. And I'm quite certain out of, I know Mom, White Mamba would tell us that we would need to keep the laws written by, uh, it was a Blackstone or Black? You're not talking about the Code of uh, Hammurabi, are you? No, 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 not the, although that should be in there. The Code of Hammurabi should definitely be in there. But also in Britain, there was a gentleman who wrote the actual interpretations of how the law should be handled in court and out of court. And it doesn't come to my mind just yet, but I, I will also the uh, Magna Carta should definitely be in there so that we understand right. where did we get the concept of uh, freedom and liberty and rule of law for all men, not just those who happen to be under the Secretary of State or the President of the United States of America. That's, that's my best guess. Commentaries on the laws oh, well, of England. Sir William Blackstone. There you go. There you are. Yes, yes, that's a great one. I especially like your pick of the original declaration because if things keep going the way they're going, the strong anti-slavery message is going to have to be prevalent in that future time whenever it is, especially if we have an Islamo-fascist regime that we are trying to uh, topple or if there is one that has been toppled, the speech against slavery and in slavery's eradication then and forever will have to be a very large portion of it. So I appreciate that input. Well, thank you so much. And, and just one other thing for you, because you have been a magnanimous piece of communique and intelligence and you know, stalwart pioneering in the field of, of media. And you have endeared Mirni to come behind you in the process of spreading the good news of conservatism uh, and liberation to the world. I, I want to ask you, how impactful has at least Mohammedism been in the last hundred years in the United States of America? And do you feel that that is one of the great threats to liberty in our nation? In the past hundred years, not as much cumulatively as you would think. In the past, say, since about World War II, it has become more and more of a threat to the point now where it is the most existential threat to the personal liberty of the entire civilized world, not just the United States. We are standing on the precipice now of a time when uh, we could possibly regress to a point 1,400 years ago when Mohammedism first began with Muhammad writing the hadiths and things of that nature, we are standing at the precipice of a very 
barbaric time. And this is what frightens me a bit about progressives, is that while they have, have aided us a bit in the progression socially of humankind to the point where we are, when we were able to make the thousand-year leap in, in about a hundred years, yeah. they are now aiding in the regression of society from that pinnacle. And in my opinion, as a Christian, they are aiding Lucifer. They are aiding Satan. Yeah. But if you want to, to just go secular about it, they are aiding in the social regression now in the name of diversity, political correctness, and multiculturalism. I try to warn progressives all of the time, look at what you're doing. Look at the results of what happens when Muslims reach a certain population density in any area. Bill Maher is about the only progressive that I know of that has heeded these warnings at all. I would say, Ken, to answer your question, that at this point, the past hundred years, not so much, but yes, since World War II, we used to think that communism was the worst possible danger. It pales in comparison to Mohammedism. Now, I just just real quick, because I, I think you hit on a very big point there, because I've been told that I'm part of the deplorable ones, and I believe that you also qualify if you filled out the application for Hillary Rodham Clinton, you can also be deplorable. But there are yeah. so many women in America that will stand in line in support of the whole concept of Islam. Please explain to these young ladies just exactly what Islam does to your liberties and rights mm -hmm. and your free will and why they should listen to your program so that they might be slightly enlightened before they go to their next feminist meeting well all you have to do really is go to the united nations website look for the figures on female genital mutilation now one of the big things that women have done over the past 50 and 60 years is say we want to enjoy sex the same as men do but if you look at female genital mutilation which is done by mohammedans this is done so that women cannot enjoy sex and this is done by an individual called the cutter they're not even really a doctor. They go in with a razor blade and they cut the woman's clitoris so that she cannot enjoy sex. And that is only where it starts. A woman is considered mostly property. She does not have any of the same rights that a man does. If a man wants to divorce his wife, all he has to do is he can tell her in person, talak, 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 and they're divorced. From what I understand, he can even text that to his wife. They're done. The has, that's right. The woman has to go before a Sharia court. Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. Yes, yes. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Big help there. The woman has to go before a Sharia court and ask, in a country that recognizes Sharia as law, women in many of these arabic countries are not allowed to drive they're not allowed to leave the home without a male member of their family they are not allowed to work without permission from a male member of their family in many instances in and this depends on the flavor of islam that you're talking about when a boy reaches a certain age in the household after the father he is over all the women in the household including the mother and uh, for you feminists out there Look up the figures on honor killings. These are Ooh. these are killings of young Islamic women who happen to find a, a young non-Islamic man attractive or um, who might wear lipstick in public or things of that nature. The people who carry out most of those honor killings are women. So this is women 
killing women so that they can preserve the oppression of women. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Exceptional Conservative Show live from Nation's Capital. We thank you so much for tuning in. You've been listening to the wonderful, the great, unpleasant blind guy. Ladies and gentlemen, and I want to thank you all so much at Red Nation Rising for tuning in and listening to us. And as well, SHR Media, High Plains Pundit Media, Livestream, Ustream. This will not be the last time you hear Dave Milner on our program. God bless you, sir. Thank you so much. God bless you, brother. Take care. You too. People, take the suggestions from the way back, from Kenneth McClinton, from myself, and from others. Use your judgment. Use these pieces of knowledge to teach and preserve them for the future. And if you do, the personal liberty of the individual will find the way back. That's it for this time. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for listening, and may your God go with you. Goodbye. Both The Exceptional Conservative Show and The Unpleasant Blind Guy are copyright 2016 Anno Domini. Now for Dave's Canes, extras that help you navigate the new media world. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network. Hey, this is Michael Wright. And I'm Shannon Wright. Join us for The Right Way with Shannon and Mike, Monday through Thursday from 7 to 9 a.m. right here on SHR Media. Why are they joining us? For fun things like sports, politics. Oh, maybe some news and entertainment? And all kinds of other things. Money and recipes and events, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so join us Monday through Thursday, 7 to 9 a.m. here on shrmedia.com. From a public locker inside a dilapidated Long Island rail station comes a show designed to piss off liberals using truth, facts and ridicule the lid radio show featuring the conservative voice from the people's republic of new york the lid himself jeff dunnitz tune in every wednesday at 2 p.m eastern 11 a.m pacific on the shr media network go to shrmedia.com and lid radio we fight for the truth justice and a good kosher t-bone if you don't listen Hillary Clinton might sneak into your bedroom in her house coat late at night and blame you for her election loss. It's the Lid Radio Show with Jeff Dunnitz. It's your business diva here, Melanie Collette. I am inviting you to a front row seat as I discuss some of the most intriguing details of wealth and finance with today's movers and shakers in the world of business. Listen in and discover financial truths on a global, domestic, and household scale. Uncover topics that will impact your wallet today and in the future. Money Talk with Melanie airs Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. East, 2 p.m. West, right here on SHR Media and High Plains Pundit Talk Radio. You can't afford to miss it.
new show on the SHR Media Network, Sackheads Against Tyranny. On shrmedia.com, go there quick like a bunny, 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, every Wednesday, live and direct on the SHR Media Network, shrmedia.com. Be there. For 50 years, I've seen the American people blinded by corrupt politicians, a left dog media, and deceptive Islam. The one thing the elites fear is one man with a cane. I'm Dave Milner. Join me through Spreaker, iTunes, and SoundCloud, through SHR Media and the Western Free Radio Network for half a century of experienced perspective on political and social issues weekly on The Unpleasant Blind Guy. And catch me on Jeff Mitchell's EDL Radio on blogtalkradio.com. There's no surrender ever. Because truth is not always pleasant. Broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California, a mere two miles from the state capitol, the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show can be heard every Tuesday and Thursday night at 8 p.m. Pacific and 11 p.m. Eastern, only on the SHR Media Network. Go to shrmedia.com to listen. You can also watch on the SHR Media Facebook page and the SHR Media YouTube channel. No goldfish were abused in the making of this ad. Hey girls, Carry Girl Gear is here. More and more women every day are concealed carrying, participating in competitive shooting, and getting firearms training. It's not a boys club anymore, and we don't have to shop in their stores anymore either. Finally, a cool and unique clothing line just for women. Dope tees and hats for the patriotic concealed carry and 2A girl. So what are you waiting for? Go check out carrygirlgear.com today. Conservative media done right. You're listening to the SHR Media Network.